Saturday and Sunday Hang with your friends What can you say about Tuesday? Nothing Nothing We will let you know what's new on New Release Tuesday Shaw in the newsroom Three ways, bad news, happy music What we're buying for Valentine's Day What else can Siri do for you? We'll find out about all that stuff and more Later this morning, Gene's out again, still not feeling very well, so we'll hold down the fort, boys club, all that stuff. If you need something, you can reach out to us. Visit rockmornings.com. That's rockmornings.com to get in touch with us. You can email, send a text message, give us a call, rockmornings.com for more info. Uh, Music on the way from Daughtry, also some Rage Against the Machine. And uh, as I mentioned, we'll let you know what's new on New Release Tuesday and, and... Uh, what are people buying for Valentine's Day? The obvious stuff, but maybe some other things that you didn't even think of. More of your rock Wait mornings up. coming up in just a bit. What's Galentine's Day? Oh, it's only the best day of the year. Every February 13th, my lady friends and I leave our husbands and our boyfriends at home and we just come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. It's like Lilith Fair minus the angst. Plus frittatas. Oh, Shaw, isn't that Mary's favorite? Uh, when Hannah lived in town, those two uh, would uh, do something to celebrate, yeah. Galentine's Day. Park and Rec, right? Yep, that's where it originated. Amy Poehler. Mm-hmm. February 13th, that happens to be today. Day before Valentine's Day, of course. So ladies going out, drinking mimosas, eating mm-hmm. frittatas. Uh, also Fat Tuesday. Mardi Gras coming to an end. Lent beginning tomorrow, Ash Wednesday, right? So today's Fat Tuesday where we overindulge, Mm -hmm. enjoy some Cajun food. National Cheddar Day. I like cheddar. Nothing wrong with some good cheddar, especially like a 20-year age cheddar. Ooh, yeah, crystallized. Little little crystals in there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the two at the end, Shaw, are are two of my favorites. It's National Crab Rangoon Day. Mm, Those are delicious. Little dippy dippy. And National Tortellini Day. Mm, Yes, please. Well, boy, lots to celebrate on. No kidding. Tuesday, February 13th. Yeah, yeah. Lunch and dinner. Go home and have some crab rangoon for lunch, maybe some tortellini for dinner. Don't cook the whole box. (laughs) You'll be eating it for a week. (laughs) Galentine's Day. Maybe uh, clock out a little early, go get some mimosas. Can you get mimosas on a Tuesday? Yeah, I think so. Of course you can. And frittata. What is frittata? Is that like an egg dish? It's like an egg bake, yeah. Okay. Like a quiche? Kind of, yeah. All right. I don't know if I've ever ordered a frittata. I've seen it on the menu. I've made them before. Yeah. What do you put in it? Ham? Ham, broccoli? asparagus, cheese. So, yeah, it's quiche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Just a different word for it. I, it's not as tall as a quiche, I guess. And it doesn't have a Yeah, it's like crust. flat like a quesadilla, right? Yeah, but it just doesn't have a, you know, like a crust on it. So it's like an omelet? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's an omelet frittata. All right. All right. I got you. Well, celebrate. Lots of reasons uh, to celebrate today, Shaw. Jean's out. It's me and you. It's Boys Club. Fist bumps, explosions, the whole nine yards. Uh, What do we got? Uh, China is calling on Israel to halt military operations in Gaza as soon as possible, a day after Israeli forces rescued two hostages from the Gaza Strip in a dramatic operation that also killed at least 74 Palestinians. China's foreign ministry said Israel should do everything possible to avoid casualties among innocent civilians and prevent a more devastating humanitarian disaster in Rafah. The Palestinian death toll from the war has now surpassed 28,000 people.
A warrant has been issued for a reckless homicide suspect who did not show up in La Crosse County Court yesterday. Lathan Foster had been scheduled for trial in the overdose death of a friend, Jeremy Pittman. Police found messages to Foster on the victim's phone, apparently attempting to buy drugs. Foster posted bond months ago to get out of the county jail. His last court appearance in La Crosse reportedly happened in November. Former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to extend the delay in his election interference trial and ultimately find him immune from prosecution on charges that he plotted to overturn the 2020 election laws. His lawyers filed an emergency appeal with the court yesterday, just four days after the justices heard Trump's separate appeal to remain on the presidential ballot. The filing keeps on hold what would be a landmark criminal trial of a former president while the nation's highest court decides what to do. The Supreme Court's decision and how quickly it acts could determine whether Trump stands trial in the case before the November election. Another La Crosse City committee is postponing action on a new parking ramp for the UW-La Crosse campus. Last week, the Common Council voted to delay approval of the ramp idea until March. Now, the Board of Public Works has agreed to hold off on a temporary street closure for the ramp project. A contract for a five-level ramp has been awarded to Fowler and Hammer. That ramp would replace a surface parking lot located across the street from the Center for the Arts. Three-way with Shaw. Actually, two-way. Mm-hmm. She's out. Hopefully tomorrow. Hope she's be feeling back. better, yeah. Uh, I think she is. I think there are other people in the house that are now uh, not feeling so good. It's going around. That's what happens when you live with people. It does go around. Uh, we've got sports coming up in just a bit. We'll let you know what's new on New Release Tuesday. Talk about what people are buying for Valentine's Day. You know that's tomorrow, right, Sean? Hey, yes, I do. Okay. All right. You guys don't care, right? No. Yeah. I'm sure my wife will give me a card. I'll probably have to get her a card, but... Beyond that, I don't know. It's, I, I, I've, I've said this for years. I don't feel like I need to be more romantic right? just because the, the calendar, calendar says so. tells me so. Right. I'd rather wait till it's our anniversary, you know, maybe to, to feel those vibes. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like a day on the calendar really makes me feel more or less romantic about my wife. I'm sort of in the middle of the road there all the time. Just, oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> Rock mornings on air, online, on the app. My friends, Royal Bliss with me, Grog. It's been so long. Too damn long. A couple of shows, middle of March, Colorado and Utah, according to their website, but nothing in Wisconsin, at least nothing anytime soon. I'm... Guessing that they will be on the road again this summer. They usually are. But that is for Tom, who texted in on the Rock Line. You can get in touch with us like Tom did by visiting rockmornings.com. Tom wanted to hear All For Me Grog by Royal Bliss. So there you go, Tom. Thank you very much. Let us know what you want to hear. Text us. Go to rockmornings.com for contact info. Box over the Nuggets last night, 112.95. No rest for the wicked as the Bucks are back at it tonight against the Miami Heat at 7 p.m. Iowa dropping from number two in the women's college basketball rankings to number four after their loss earlier well, this weekend. Uh, Iowa and Caitlin Clark at home against Michigan Thursday night at 7 p.m. That game will be on Peacock. She only needs eight points, eight, to break the NCAA Division I women's scoring record held by Washington's Kelsey Plum. Probably going to do that on Thursday night against Michigan. Came close over the weekend, but she got stifled a little bit. 
Uh, the Badgers are still in the top 25 somehow. They dropped nine spots, though, in the latest college basketball rankings from number 11 to number 20. They are at home tonight against unranked Ohio State, 8 p.m. on Peacock. Only seven games left in the regular season before we get to tournament time. Super Bowl, the most watched game in television history. Like it or not, it was the most watched program in TV history. According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, the Kansas City Chiefs 25-22 win in overtime against the 49ers on Sunday average 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming platforms, which uh, shattered last year's mark of 115.1 million. 7% increase. Game was televised by CBS, Nickelodeon, Univision, streamed on Paramount Plus, as well as the NFL's digital platforms. And for all intents and purposes, a lot of people watched. Maple Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley accepting an in person hearing later on today with the NHL's Department of Safety. Ridley Grieg, the victim of his cross check after a Late game slap shot on an empty netter. NHL said on Sunday the hearing is uh, set for later today in New York. Grieg scored with about five seconds left in Ottawa's 5-3 win. On Saturday night, racing down the middle of the ice, firing a slap shot from short range into the empty net. As the Ottawa player headed up the boards towards the bench, Riley hit him with a cross check pretty high. Given a minor, or excuse me, a major penalty for cross-checking game misconduct, Toronto sent out... Ryan Reeves for the final faceoff, but officials quickly jumped in to prevent a brawl from happening. And I'm guessing when they play each other the next time, there'll be some fisticuffs and Riley's probably going to get a game or two from the NHL. Yeah, dude, you can't be cross-checking dudes. Also can't be hitting them slap shots with an open netter and five seconds left. Decorum, right? Rules, unwritten rules. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That, of course, Greta Van Fleet with The Falling Sky. New release Tuesday. The Marvels on DVD. I think it popped up on Disney Plus last week, but available on DVD now. Rated PG-13. Brie Larson, Tiana Paris, Samuel L. Jackson, Tessa Thompson. The Marvels, Shaw. Did you see it? No. Wife wants to go back and watch all of the Marvel stuff in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. I said, that well, might take a few years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Carol Danvers gets her powers entangled with those of Kamala Khan and Monica Rambeau, forcing them to work together to save the universe. Also new on new release Tuesday, The Hunger Games, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, rated PG-13, Viola Davis, Peter Dinklage, Jason Schwartzman in that one. May the odds forever be in your favor. Uh, also new on new release Tuesday, rated R, Priscilla. This is the uh, Elvis movie. Oh, sure. About uh, Priscilla Presley. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet. Uh, he's already, of course, rock and roll superstar. Becomes someone entirely unexpected in private moments. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, a movie called Hypnotic, rated R, stars Ben Affleck. Alice Braga, Jeff Fahey, Jackie Earl Haley in that one. Uh, Detective investigates a mystery involving his missing daughter and a secret government program. Also, Planet Earth 
Three. This is a BBB, uh, BBC show. Oh, okay. David Attenborough. Sure. Right. Animals. I'm watching and, those. Yeah. Uh, also new on new release Tuesday, season one of The Walking Dead. Uh, no, not the original Walking no. Dead, but Daryl Dixon, season one. One of the many, 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 many spinoffs of The Walking Dead show. A spinoff of a spinoff. Yeah. I don't Again, <laughs> we gave up. Mm-hmm. It just got to be too much. It was good at first. Read the graphic novels, had a lot of interest in it, but it just got off the rails and... It took forever, and now they've got, like, nine billion spinoffs, yep. and just... At some point, you got to run out of zombies, right? I at would some, think, at right? like <laughs> They're getting shot left and right. <laughs> uh, television Tonight, The Bachelor over on ABC, name that tune on Fox. Over on CBS Tonight, you've got the FBI's, uh, season six premiere of FBI, season three premiere of FBI International, and season five premiere of FBI Most Wanted. Speaking of spinoffs... Yeah, uh, the series finale of La Brea on NBC, followed by Quantum Leap. Also a new stand-up special on Netflix today called Taylor Tomlinson, Have It All. Amy Schumer's going to be on with Jimmy Fallon. Uh, let's see, what do we got? America Ferrara on with Kimmel. Matt Damon going to be on with Stephen Colbert, talking about his Duncan commercial, <laughs> I'm guessing, right? That sweet jumpsuit he was wearing. With J-Lo and his BFF, Ben Affleck, speaking of Ben Affleck. Uh, on Seth Meyers tonight, you've got Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things and the senator that wears the, the hoodies, John Fetterman. Oh, Fetterman, sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's He's going to be on. That's strange. Is he, is he running for office? Uh, I don't know if he's running again, but he's okay. not one to be real media friendly. Yeah. Uh, so that's what's on TV tonight and what's new on New Release Tuesday if you want to pick something up. Bucks are 7 o'clock tonight, I believe, right? They're at home again against Miami. And uh, Badgers at home tonight against unranked Ohio State. Yeah, Badgers need a win big, big time. Yeah, that game on Peacock, by the way, that Badger game, as uh, they dropped nine spots mm. in the recent rankings from 11 to 20. Well, losing four in a row will do that. Yeah, especially three to unranked teams. Mm-hmm. Right now, Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom for a three-way. What else is going on? A reckless homicide suspect did not show up yesterday for a scheduled court hearing in La Crosse. As a result, a local judge has issued a $10,000 warrant for the arrest of Lathan Foster, who's accused of providing fentanyl that caused a drug death in West Salem at the end of 2021. Foster is supposed to be tried this October on the homicide charge, and he did not appear in person or on Zoom for his latest hearing. Foster missed a hearing in a different La Crosse case two years ago and was arrested at that time in his home state of Arkansas. Ukraine could receive more than $60 billion in aid from the United States to help fight mm-hmm. Russia, despite opposition from Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson and others. The U.S. Senate voted overnight to approve a foreign aid package with money for Ukraine, Taiwan, and Israel. Hours before that vote, Johnson and other Republicans went on the Twitter website to argue against that funding bill. We need the House to step up the plate and say that no, You're not going to get any funding for Ukraine until we secure our border. They've got to stand strong. And most most of the messaging now has most of public pressure has to be directed toward the House. Republican opponents of the plan say helping Ukraine would take away money needed for border security in the U.S. Twitter owner Elon Musk also took part in the online conversation. This spending does not help Ukraine. Prolonging the war does not help Ukraine. This is very important to appreciate. Johnson says Democrats. Politician, what the hell is he doing? 
he's involved in that. I don't know why. Uh, John, <laughs> it just seems odd. Like it's all these politicians and they're voting on something. Well, the, it was a government. Twitter discussion, so oh, I'm guessing that was okay. all right. explaining his involvement. Uh, Johnson says Democrats, including President Biden, don't want to admit that their policy ideas are wrong, but the bill passed by a margin of 70 to 29. Shipwreck hunters have discovered a merchant ship that sank in Lake Superior in 1940, taking Ooh. its captain with it during a storm off Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Treasure? Uh, no. The Great Lakes Shipwreck Historical Society uh, announced the discovery of the 244-foot bulk carrier Arlington just north of Michigan's Keweenaw Peninsula. The Arlington was fully loaded with wheat and was headed to Ontario when it sank in 1940. All of the crew members survived, but the captain, Frederick Burke, went down with his ship after ordering it into the open lake during the storm. And the longest Super Bowl game in history will also go down as the most watched program in television history. Mm-hmm. According to Nielsen and Adobe Analytics, Kansas City's overtime victory over San Francisco averaged 123.4 million viewers across television and streaming flat platforms. That shattered last year's mark of 115 million for Kansas City's victory over Philadelphia and is a 7% increase from the year before. All eyes are on the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Taylor effect, right? Oh, I don't know about that, but I'm sure it didn't hurt. <laughs> I... Yeah, I didn't. I don't know. And the game itself wasn't all that. I mean, the matchup, uh, other than it being a a previous Super Bowl, you know, from a few mm-hmm. years ago, it wasn't like a, I don't know, a historic rivalry or anything like that in terms of the two teams, right? No, it turned out to be a pretty good game after a slow start, but. And I think people are obviously interested in the oh, Taylor the Swift and, and the halftime show. And yep, all yep. That stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just very concerned about this whole streaming thing that they're doing. I mean, NFL? I like streaming. Don't get me wrong. I we have a lot of streaming apps or whatever, but I the big game being on national television. I can't imagine they're ever going to change that. Right? There's too much money to be made. Yeah, Commissioner Goodell addressed that and said, "No way, not in his tenure. It's always going to be on broadcast television." You, yeah, seems like it would be a bad move to just move it to exclusively. I mean, they've on experimented with that, including a playoff game this year for the first time. Yeah, that was in the wild card round. Yeah, I, I think it was a Peacock game, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And that was the Dolphins, so nobody really cared. <laughs> Super Bowl, man. Everybody's watching it. Your kids watch it? Jack watch it? Yeah, all right. I, I know he did, yeah. He survived? Yeah, he did. <laughs> all right. More from Shaw coming up a bit later on. Going to get into uh, what people are buying for Valentine's Day. You do know that's tomorrow, right? V Day? Yeah. If you haven't ordered flowers to be delivered, you might not be able to get them at this point. I mean, you can call, you can try, but don't don't buy this stuff at the gas station, please. They don't want that. Rock Mornings, only on 95.7 The Rock. That, of course, is Three Days Grace with The Good Life. Saw them last fall with Chevelle, Copeland Park and Event Center, where the loggers play. Got another show coming up in August over there, Bush Jerry Cantrell and Candlebox. Tickets on sale for that at copelandevents.com. Prices go up on Monday, the 19th, President's Day. And I know we're working on a bus trip from Eau Claire. So very excited about that. A bunch of our Eau Claire listeners coming down to party with us and see Bush, Jerry Cantrell, and Candlebox. That show Saturday, August 3rd. Looks like a high of 
Right around 40 today across the area, mostly cloudy. Uh, up near 50 tomorrow. Like that. More from Scott Robert Shaw in just a bit. Also, what else can Siri do? I don't use Siri. Just go on the phone, use the Google. But uh, if you've got a Siri, maybe there's some uh, things that you didn't know your Siri could do for you. So more on that in a bit. Rock mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene, audio slave like a stone. Having worked in the service industry for a number of years as a bartender, DJ, bouncer, all sorts of different stuff. I can honestly say I've never had a $10,000 tip. Not once. But we've seen this increase in popularity over the last couple of years, especially after COVID, where anonymous people are going into restaurants and leaving these massive tips for servers. And it just happened again. Mason Jar Cafe. This is in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Guy walked in. $32 worth of stuff on his order. Left a $10,000 tip. I know he was drinking coffee. His bill was only like $30, so... The tip was like a very big tip. We do have that time where it's we're not making as much money as in the summer, but I mean, everyone goes through things, and I know it's hard sometimes. But you know, you never know what what or who is going to bless you. The man said he was in town for a friend's memorial service, and he was doing it in honor of his friend who had just passed away. He asked the waitress to split it with the seven other employees that were working that day, so about $1,250 a piece. It's a nice little chunk of change. Lindsay Boyd is the name of the server that you just heard there. Taking care of the guy at the table. $32 tip, or $32 bill, $10,000 tip. The owner of the Mason Jar Cafe in Benton Harbor, Michigan... Jamie Cousins shared earlier this week that they've been one of the slowest days in the cafe for a very long time, but during the lunch hour, that guy walked in and left that $10,000 tip. Yeah, that'll help. (laughs) It's a mortgage payment. Sweet move. I think 100 bucks is probably the most I've ever gotten as a server slash bartender slash DJ. When I used to DJ at a strip club many, many years ago, uh, the patrons, of course, don't tip you. The girls, however, would tip you. And if they had a successful night and they felt like you were playing all the songs they wanted you to play for them, then they would tip you out well. So you get 10, 12 girls working, each of them giving you 20, 30, 40, 50 bucks, whatever it is. It's a good night. Works well for the strip club, too. They didn't have to pay me. They're like, look, you're making money strictly on the girls. Everybody's making money on the girls. Thank you very much, Mr. Strip Club Guy. Uh, 23-year-old guy in Nebraska. This is crazy. Uh, He just found his childhood dog four years after the dog went missing. The dog's name is Patches. Cute little puppy. Uh, The friend uh, was taking care of the dog, and she ran off. The guy's family got her when he was 13, so he, of course, very devastated. But someone just found the dog in New Mexico, 600 miles away from where she disappeared. They had put an ad up for her, and I'm looking at this picture, and I'm just like, there's no way. She'd been getting missed calls from an area code in New Mexico um, saying that they had patches, and she's like, is this a scam? Is this not? I don't know. We've got lots of time to make up for, and 
I just want to give her a place where she can be at peace and be at rest in these last couple of years that we're going to get together. Oh, man. Right in the feels. Guy's name is Benjamin Baxter. He's in Fremont, Nebraska. Said he never thought he'd see his dog Patches again after she wandered away from his family friend's house back in 2020 in Colorado. But last week, she was found at a shelter in New Mexico. Baxter says, quote, the best way to describe that day was just utter disbelief. Four years, 600 miles away, Patches found. Unbelievable. Said I traveled all over the country, state to state, bounced around here, there, and pretty much everywhere. She was there by my side through everything. I would be hunting, rock climbing, whatever. She'd be right there. She was the only dog I've ever been around that's actually loved rock climbing. But she'd always have this big, goofy grin on her face the whole time. Yeah. Four years missing, 600 miles away. Finally got his dog back. All's well that ends well. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. This Valentine's Day, show her how much you don't care with a gift from CVS. Our wide selection of cards and candy are a great way to say, I forgot what today was, so I picked this garbage up on the way home from work. Don't forget to check out our assortment of stuffed animals. So soft and cuddly, they're guaranteed to not leave a mark when she hurls it at you for giving her a 20-count bag of conversation hearts. And thanks to our return policy, you can exchange all of your unopened purchases for alcohol to numb the pain of being dumped because you were too cheap to spend $50 on a pendant from K's. And as a bonus, you can use one of our extra-long receipts to write a note to your parents explaining why you have to move back in with them. CVS, we're here for your needs, your sad, desperate needs. (laughs) Ouch. Doesn't hurt when she hurls it at you. <laughs> Top seven things we're buying for Valentine's Day, Shaw. It's tomorrow, right. FYI. And uh, I think you and I are in the same boat. I don't feel any sort of desire or care in the world when it comes to Valentine's Day. It doesn't interest me at all. I don't feel. Yeah, I'm not buying flowers. I don't need the calendar to tell me that it's a romantic day. I, and I'm not a romantic guy, anyways. Uh, candy, obviously, number one. Very easy. The National Retail Federation. Well, that sounds kind of scary. Almost (laughs) like Star Wars, like Darth Mm -hmm. Vader. The National Retail Federation is here. Ah! Uh, They just released a survey showing the top seven things Americans are buying for V-Day. Candy. Obviously something nice. Maybe something a little more upscale. Maybe something from a local candy shop. There you go. Something that uh, takes a little bit more to make. Maybe something made in-house by hand. Mm Mm-hmm. My wife loves certain types of candies, like truffles and things like that. Turtles, right? The turtles with the... Sure. Nuts in the car. Yep. Obviously, a bag of Sour Patch Kids probably not going <laughs> to go over well, unless she absolutely loves yeah, Sour Patch Kids. that's her thing, yeah. Uh, greeting cards, number two on the list. No big surprise. Everybody buys a greeting card, right? It's easy. You can get them everywhere, too. Gas station. Oh, yeah. CVS. Walmart. Bus station. <laughs> No? Maybe. Flowers, number three. I'm surprised they're that low. I thought for sure they'd be in the top two. But flowers, obviously, very important to get those flowers. If you haven't ordered your flowers by today to get them delivered, then my guess is you're going to have to wait till Friday. And it doesn't have to be roses either. It can be a nice bouquet or something else. Maybe her favorite color is yellow, right? You want some daffodils or something like that. Uh, A nice evening out. 
See, now this one I like. Mm-hmm. A little romantic, but you both get a very nice meal. Maybe something fancier than you normally go for. Right? Candlelight. It's hard on a Tuesday, right? Especially in February when the weather's not all that great, but a nice evening out. Sure. Especially the thought of planning it. Chicks dig that, right, Shaw? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're going to go out for dinner on Wednesday. Where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? I don't know. If you know, and you say, hey, come home and put on this dress. All right, maybe don't suggest which dress. <laughs> I'm not telling her what to wear. Yeah, good idea. Uh, number five on the list of the top seven things we're buying for Valentine's Day is jewelry. Mm-hmm, always popular. My wife doesn't like jewelry. She, she, Does she wear jewelry? A little. But the jewelry she wears is the jewelry she wants to wear. Yeah, okay. So buying her jewelry is sort of a moot point. Right. It doesn't interest her. It's not like she's going to, oh, wow, and then wear it all the time and show it off. This is not who she is. Uh, clothing. I'm not buying clothing for my my wife. Mm-mm. Maybe like a shirt or a hoodie. You know what I mean? Something where I can't get it wrong size-wise. But you start talking about, you know, something that requires a fitting. Yeah. And you get it wrong. Mm-hmm. But clothing is apparently number six. And number seven is a gift certificate, Shaw, gift cards. Hmm. Obviously, you pair never that. thought of that for Valentine's Day, I guess. Eh, but. Well, if it's a, like, let's say it's a spa day, right? Oh, sure. There you go. Right? To get the nails done or get her hair yeah, done. that's true. Uh, or maybe a massage, something along those lines. Those are all popular, right? Gift card for something like that. Put it in that nice card that you bought. At the dollar store. <laughs> hey, as long as it works, who cares, right? Good point. Whether it costs a dollar or eight dollars. Sometimes those dollar ones are, are, are okay, Shaw. But Valentine's Day, of course, tomorrow. Don't forget. Get her something, at least. I'm sure my wife's going to give me a card, so i got to get her a card. Mm. It's like Christmas presents. Oh, God. Ugh. <laughs> you and Mary don't do anything. You make you usually go a nice steak, right? Yeah, I usually do a nice dinner. I was just thinking about that, what I might make uh, for dinner tomorrow. I need to come up with something here. But, yeah, that's we tend to stay in and just do a nice meal and a bottle of wine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. That's your jam? Yeah. You put on a rom-com, too? If that's what she wants. Yeah. Does More likely, have... there'll be some sports on that we'll, we'll watch. But What's her go-to rom-com? Does she have one that she... Uh... Uh, whenever Legally Blonde is on. And... Your least favorite. I know. And you then... hate that movie. Yeah, and there's another one, too, that I might also have Reese Witherspoon. I can't remember, but... Sweet Home Alabama. Yes, that one. She always gets sucked into watching those, and I go to the other room and try and find Josie Wales or something. My wife is also a fan of Reese Witherspoon, uh, mostly the legal, Legally Blonde mm-hmm. movies, because obviously my wife's a lawyer, so... But uh, I, I don't mind them so much. I just... I don't... Some of them are good. I mean, just Bridesmaids or Rom-Com, probably, but it's funny. Yeah. Sort of a... I mean, she ends up with a guy yeah. at the end, right? Yeah. Well... Don't forget Valentine's Day tomorrow. Good luck, guys. Hope you get it right. Yeah. Make sure that uh, if you are buying flowers from a gas station, you put them in a nice vase. I don't know if it's going to fool her, but (laughs) you don't want to just have them in that wrap. Right. Put the rubber band. With the $9.99 price tag on it. Yeah. And like the the packet of, what is it, uh, the gross stuff that you throw in the water, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a tip, too. If you're going to get some chocolates for your sweetie, uh, be prepared to stand in line. I got trapped in that one year, went down to the sweet shop and uh, trying to buy some chocolates like the day before Valentine's Ooh. Day. There was me and 40 other dudes Improper standing planning. there, yep. lying outside the door. Yep. Yeah. 
Wait until the last minute. Sorry, bud. What else going on? Uh, a stabbing leads to an arrest in Eau Claire. Sunday night, officers responded to a domestic disturbance at a home on Truman Avenue. The disturbance involved Sheanne Larson and her significant other. As officers were responding to the home, a person walked into a nearby Eau Claire fire station with a stab wound to the chest. The victim had reportedly left that home to seek medical attention. The victim was taken to a hospital and is expected to survive. Larson was arrested and taken to the Eau Claire County Jail on charges of first-degree recklessly endangering safety, and disorderly conduct. U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin of Wisconsin wants HSHS and Prevea clinics to delay the closing of their western Wisconsin hospitals and clinics. Senator Baldwin sent a letter to the CEO of Hospital Sisters Health System, which operates Sacred Heart and St. Joseph's Hospitals. She also sent a letter to the head of Prevea Health. She said she's disappointed by the abrupt announcement of closure and that HSHS should consider delaying closures to ensure that health care continues to be available in the Chippewa Valley. The lack of snow is forcing some changes to the largest cross-country ski marathon in North America. The Berkebiner in Hayward, Wisconsin, is still scheduled for February 24th, and this will be the 50th annual running of that race, which draws some of the world's best cross-country skiers. The race will be held this year, but because of the warmer temperatures and lack of snow, multiple races will be held on a 10-kilometer course. The marathon will also include what they call open track days, which will allow marathon participants to ski their 30K races. Other events will still be held but at staggered times and it's everywhere this yeah. lack of snow and yeah. if you watch the super bowl halftime show you may have noticed usher and some fellow dancers spent time on roller skates as they skated across the stage well it turns out those roller skates have a southeast minnesota connection the skates were made by a company called rydell in red wing minnesota oh. usher's skates are a new design from rydell the r&b singer collaborated with the company to design the skates you can have a pair too if you're willing to spend big the custom skates usher wore at the super bowl can be had for fourteen hundred and fifty dollars Lord, that's a lot of money. Yeah, this company's been around since 1940, producing several lines of both ice skates and roller skates. I told you Lil John was going to show uh, up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the best part, actually. I got to be Jimmy. honest. I I, I was... I, look, you, you, I don't know all his songs. Right. I'm not a fan of his. I, I don't... I'm not a not fan of his either. I don't... I, I mean... He's talented, for sure. Oh, the guy... Dude, the dance moves. Yeah. I, I, and Very he's, highly choreographed. What is he, mid-40s, right? Yeah, 45. I, I mean, he's got a... And he you know, took his shirt off, and you're like, damn. Mm-hmm. He's hugging up on Alicia Keys yes, with that suit on, and Woo. her husband is like, what are you doing, dude? But, uh, yeah, brought out Usher. Or, excuse me, brought out Lil John. He had... Uh, Ludacris was there. Ludacris. Luda. He looked like the guy from Dodgeball, right? The... <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, Alicia Keys, Will I Am, I believe, was the guy with the helmet on. You remember the helmet guy? I didn't catch that one, no. He was kind of doing a part of the intro, and then okay. I think Jermaine Dupree with the socks. Remember the little socks with the, like, boy shorts? Mm-hmm. That, was, that like, was him? Okay. Hell of a, a guest list, and I thought that roller skating thing was impressive, especially with the stage. Right. With the lighting, the way it was going down. It looked Dancing like, on roller skates? Oh, yeah, that's man. Easy. Yeah. Well, and you you only have a certain amount of time to do it all in. You cannot mess up, right? You have to. Then you got the you know the marching band out there on the field as well. I thought it was I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. Rock mornings on ninety five seven. The Rock. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. Green Day. Longview. Super Bowl's over. Basketball in full swing. All star game for the NBA coming up. Pitchers and catchers reporting Daytona 500 this Sunday. 
plenty of other stuff to watch now that the NFL season's over. Uh, Bucks beat the Denver Nuggets last night, 112-95. Bucks at home again tonight against Miami. That game tips off at 7 p.m. Caitlin Clark in Iowa, now ranked fourth in the nation. At home against Michigan on Thursday nights, 7 p.m. on Peacock. She only needs eight points to break the record. Badgers dropping nine spots in the most recent college basketball rankings. They went from 11 to 20. At home tonight against unranked Ohio State, 8 p.m. That game on Peacock. Only seven games left in the regular season for the Badgers. Tiger Woods unveiling a new marketing brand yesterday. Leans heavily into his signature look on Sundays. He's collaborating with TaylorMade on a new brand called Sunday Red. Every chance. Every challenge. Every setback. Every comeback. Every time they said I couldn't. Every time I showed, I could. Everything that's led me here is woven into everything that's next. Tiger Woods Sunday Red, his new clothing line. After he parted ways with Nike at the end of last year, already plays with tailor-made clubs, now going to wear apparel and shoes as part of this new brand. Tiger logo features 15 stripes, one for each of his major wins. He said uh, at an unveiling party yesterday, quote, it's the right time in my life. It's transitional. I'm not a kid anymore. I want to have a brand I'm proud of going forward. But, uh, yeah, Sunday Red. Name of Tiger's new clothing line. In conjunction with TaylorMade. Probably going to sell a few of those. Disturbed on the way? You need something? You can text us on the Rock Line. Get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. We were talking about Valentine's Day gifts. And I uh, got a text from Charlie. said, no vacuum or cleaning supplies for V-Day. Just saying, LOL. I don't know, man. Some of those vacuums are like four, five, six hundred $600. And if you've got multiple pets in the house and the pet hair is out of control, a brand new vacuum might be just what the doctor ordered. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Siri, what should I get my girlfriend for Valentine's Day? Chocolates are on sale. Uh, something bigger than that. 14-inch dildo. Uh, no, no, not big like that. 12-inch vibrating dildo. No, I meant more expensive than chocolates. Solid gold 12-inch dildo. No, I want something romantic. Your girlfriend sounds like a whore. What? All right, where do I get the chocolates? Chocolates are on sale at Walmart. What? Apparently Siri didn't know what he was talking about. Apparently not. One track mind. Miscommunication there. You use Siri at all? I do not. Alexa? No. That's the funny thing about being on the radio now. 
we found out before that the boss's Alexa uh-huh. plays our show in the morning as he's getting ready for work. And so when we say Alexa, we can order his Alexa to do things like purchase stuff on the internet. Oh, I Because it's know. hooked up directly to his eBay or Amazon or whatever the hell it is. Okay. And it, this is from years ago. And so in the past, we've ordered things <laughs> that have shown up. I don't use either of them. We have a Google Chrome home thing or something like that. I don't know. It sits by the TV. Okay. Occasionally, the TV will trigger it, like if we're watching something. And then all of a sudden, it just starts talking. And, you know, we watch a lot of horror movies. So if that thing goes off in the middle of a horror, you're like, ah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will find local restaurants. What? No. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if his Alexa's hooked up right now, but if I were to say something like, hey, Alexa, order a 50-gallon drum of lube. <laughs> it might actually happen. I don't know. We'll find out. Some things you didn't know that Siri can do for you, Shaw. Siri on your phone. Tell her to shut up when she turns on <laughs> by mistake, right? That's usually what the situation is. Lifehacker.com posting a list of things you might not know Siri can actually do that you may be interested in. Uh, Siri can flip a coin. Not T- physically, but... No, but tell you if it comes up heads or tails. Okay. So, if you don't have a coin, all right, let's flip for it. Heads or tails, mm-hmm. use Siri. Uh... Obviously, there's a, a number of different apps that can do this, but it can also calculate your tip. Oh, so you say something like, what's handy. 20% of $63.80? Tell you, uh, tack on an extra $12.76. That's the 20% shop. Which, again, saves you from pulling out a calculator. Sure. Or, I mean, if you're already interacting with your Siri on a regular basis, might be handy-dandy. Uh, it can read articles out loud. Huh. You need the iOS 17 for that one, but the uh, and the web page has to be open in Safari, but it can read those articles out loud to you. So maybe you're busy driving, right? Or you're doing something else with a computer, don't have time to search for it. Sure. Hey, Siri, read that article. Uh, it can find your other Apple devices. This is important, right? right? That could be handy. You can tell Siri to ping what you're looking for, like your Apple Watch. As long as it's in your find my list, it should start beeping. So if you're a parent and you want to know where that kid is. Sure. Right? Uh, It can open your Apple wallet as well. You don't have to fumble through your phone to find concert tickets or boarding passes. Okay. She can open it faster. Your Siri can make that a possibility for you. And uh, last but not least, according to lifehacker.com, some things you might not know your Siri can do for you. It can translate. This is a huge one. Yeah. I mean, you don't even need to travel outside the country to need some translation. Uh, just tell her, say this, dot, 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 mm-hmm. in whatever language you're looking for. It can be helpful when you're traveling in other countries or if you're watching a movie that doesn't have subtitles. Good point. What the hell was the movie? There was a movie on Netflix that we watched. It was the one uh, that just came out with Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke. I can't remember. And Mahershala Ali was in it. Remember this one? Oh, I did see that, yeah. Um, and they end up in the Leave house. the world behind. Yes. So yeah. they And remember the Spanish lady? Yeah. So she's trying to leave. Hashtag yeah. spoiler alert, FYI. Julia Roberts gets in the car, is trying to leave and go mm-hmm. into town. Mm-hmm. Or no, it's Ethan Hawke. And uh, he encounters this Hispanic woman who's speaking Spanish. Right. And there's no subtitles. So you're watching this thing, and unless you speak Spanish, you have no idea what she's it's saying. Mystery, yeah. 
And so I had to go online and Google it because I had no idea what the hell she was saying. And it wasn't really all that important or or, or uh, pertinent to the story. But it did talk about, you know, the plane that came by afterwards with all the red flyers coming out of it mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but if you have something along those lines, Shaw, where you maybe have a movie where somebody says something in a different language sure. and there's no subtitles. Boom. But some things that Siri can do for you that maybe you weren't aware of. I think the tip thing comes in. My wife struggles with tips. Why? I don't know. She's not good at math in oh. general. That's not her strong suit. Trust me. She's got a lot of strong suits. I'm not trying to be detrimental to my wife here, but she'll tell you. She'll be the first to tell you, Shaw. Math, not her strong suit. Mm-hmm. See, I look at it, and I'm just like, okay, what's the 10%, right? You move the decimal place over, and then you just double it. Just double it, yeah. That's how I figure out, you know, 20% or whatever. Is that new math? Am I doing new math? <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's old math. Okay. Oof. I was worried for a minute there. Thought I was going to have to start rolling my jeans up. I was going to have to start wearing jeans first, <laughs> then rolling them up. I'd have to grow an iconic... or iron Brian. I'd have to grow an ironic mustache and drink IPAs. Right. Tastes like piss. Well, thank you. Friggin' millennials. Yeah, I don't... I, she just... <laughs> she always just hands me the bill. She's like, what's 20% of that? <laughs> I've tried to show her, too. She just has no interest in learning that skill, which is fine. That's why I'm along for the ride. She has married me for my my ability to figure out the tip on a restaurant bill. Hey, whatever, man. I'm handy. What are you here for? What does Red Green say? If you can't be handsome, be handy. Mm-hmm. All right. That's me, Shaw. Three-way uh, with Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom. What else is happening today? Well, we haven't seen much of it this winter, but we could see some snow making its way into the La Crosse and Eau Claire areas by tomorrow night. We're expecting a high in the mid-40s during the day tomorrow, but by tomorrow night, as temperatures drop below freezing, we could see one to three inches of snow. What? Eau Claire could see a rain-snow mix with up to an inch when? of accumulation tomorrow night. It's supposed to be like 50 tomorrow. 46 during the day, but at night it gets down to around 27. It's going to start as rain, then change over to snow. 100% chance of precipitation, by the way. Son of a uh, bitch. One to three inches of snow, but not going to stick around all that long. Come on, man. Temps up in the 40s again by the I weekend. Oh, so. no. Having failed to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas the first time, House Republicans in Washington today are determined to try again. Well, they're impeaching everybody. Yeah, but it's not at all certain the scheduled do-over will produce a different tally. The evening vote is expected to be tight, even with the arrival of Majority Leader Steve Scalise, who's been away from Washington for cancer care. Very tight. House Speaker Mike Johnson's threadbare majority cannot spare any defections or absences in the face of staunch Democratic opposition to impeaching Mayorkas. Tight like a tiger. Republican Representative Derek Van Orden of the 3rd District voted for impeachment. Representative! While his GOP colleague Mike Gallagher voted against it and then announced his retirement on Saturday. Now, Republicans are trying to make good on their priorities. He said no and then dipped? That's yeah. what he did. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm out. Well, See he you. was under a lot of pressure from his I, party I know. because he voted against their position. So, right. Yeah. Uh, a woman who was convicted in a chain of cemetery thefts in Monroe County Ugh. is under arrest again after failing to show up to serve her 60-day jail sentence. Not bodies, right? We're no, talking no, 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 no. Decorations. Stuff? Okay. Yeah. Carrie Thompson's sentence was supposed to start on January 27th, but she was a no-show. She was arrested yesterday for not going to jail and is now facing a felony charge in addition to her convictions for stealing sentimental items from people's grave sites. That's pretty low. Yeah. In addition to the jail sentence, Thompson will have to serve 720 hours of community
community service. And Giannis Antetokounmpo had 36 points along with 18 rebounds as the Milwaukee Bucks showcased their improved defense by trouncing the Denver Nuggets 112-95 last night. The Bucks had lost five of their first six games under new coach Doc Rivers. The Bucks will host the Heat tonight, a game that can be heard uh, beginning at 6.30. Giannis Antetokounmpo. The NBA player Giannis Antetokounmpo caught my eye. Buckster Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Milwaukee's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Milwaukee star Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. I don't know which one's the funniest. The popo one is hilarious. The, the popo is funny, yeah. But then the lady at the end who just, don't stops. Don't pause. Just keep going. <laughs> By the way, we got a text from Brandon. He says, hey, it's Brandon, you effers. When you said, hey, Siri, order a 50-gallon <laughs> barrel of lube, my phone started searching. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. I love that technology. Yeah. Why don't you download this app? Why don't you put it in your teams? No, I don't want it ordering a 50-gallon drum of lube. How about that? (laughs) Sorry, Brandon. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. I knew it would work on somebody. You got to figure, right? That law averages says there's got to be somebody out there who's got it on their Mm -hmm. phone. and Yeah. I think it was... Balloons? Was it balloons that we got? I thought that's what it was when we ordered it through Big Daddy Know It All, uh-huh. the boss man. We ordered it through his Alexa, and uh, it was a bunch of balloons. Hey, Alexa, buy a case of balloons. See if we can get any more angry text messages, Shaw. Rock warnings on your rock station. Metallica. Until it sleeps. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene this August. Can't wait. Bought the tickets a decade ago. (laughs) Feels like that. Definitely does. Hey, Alexa, buy Metallica tickets. Boss man texted in, said it was whoopee cushions, and it was a case of them. (laughs) Also got a message from my buddy Josh. On Facebook said, would that lube be delivered to my door or would I have to pick it up at the store? Well, I would assume if you're ordering it through your Amazon account, it's going to get delivered right to your front door. You might want to let your lovely wife, Stacy, know in case she wants to get the hand cart out and wheel it around back. (laughs) Yeah, the fun you can have when people listen to your radio program with their Alexa which is connected to their Amazon account. Whoopee cushions. More from Shaw coming up in just a bit. Bad news, happy music on the way as well. Friggin' snow tomorrow night? Or rain or some sort of weird mix of that? Are you kidding? It's supposed to be like 50 tomorrow, dude. I thought about taking the Harley out again. Now you're telling me it's going to rain and snow and sleet and all that crap? Ugh over it more of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit rock mornings brian and gene that of course nirvana come as you are manis suvari 45 years old played uh heather in the american pie movies choir chick what the hell are you doing here aka choir chick 
American Beauty, a bunch of other stuff. Mana Subari, 45. Randy Moss, 47. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. Randy Moss, 47. Henry Rollins, 63. Black Flag. Rollins Band. Author. Spoken word artist. I mean, that guy is just... He's intense. Actor. Talented. Peter Gabriel, 74. Your Eyes was the lead singer of Genesis for a bit. Sledgehammer, right? Award-winning video. Would have been 80 years old today, but he died last year in 2023. There's only one Jerry. When they chant your name, it's Jerry Springer. Sorry, Jerry Seinfeld is turning 80 this year. Stockard Channing, who of course was Rizzo in Greece. There are worse things I could do than go with the boy all too. Stockard Channing, 80. First lady on the West Wing, Rizzo in Greece, bunch of other stuff, obviously. February 13th, 1542. 482 years ago. King Henry VIII executed his wife, his fifth wife, Catherine Howard, for committing adultery. Second verse, same as the first. I Henry VIII, I am Henry VIII, I am, I am. <laughs> I got married to the widow next door. All right, all right, all right, stop singing. I'll go anywhere you want to, just don't sing anymore. Miss you, Patrick Swayze. 1970, the beginning of heavy metal. As Black Sabbath released their self-titled debut album featuring the title track, Black Sabbath. The Tiffany in Black, The Wizard. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, Ozzy. Geezer. Oh. Black Sabbath, self-titled debut album in stores on this day 54 years ago. 37 years ago today in... 1987, Stallone and a big truck. Robert Loja as the grandfather. Over the top in theaters. I just try to take my hat and I turn it around. And it's like a switch that goes on. And when the switch goes on, I feel like another person. I feel feel like a truck. Like a truck. Like a machine. A machine. Jean's so glad she's not here today. (laughs) She hates that. 1987, very same day in theaters. Mannequin. Kim Cattrall, Andrew McCarthy, Estelle Getty in that one. The mannequin would come alive at night and he'd bang the mannequin. All right. Maybe he didn't bang the mannequin, but he wanted to. Featuring Starship. Nothing's going to stop us now. People hate that band. 34 years ago today, another... Amazing rock album released on this day in 1990. The debut album from the Black Crows. It's called Shake Your Moneymaker. Featuring Twice as Hard. Jealous Again, Hard to Handle. She Talks to Angels. Oh, so good. Not as good as their second album. Still a good album, but 
Their second album was the bomb. 26 years ago today, 1998, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore in The Wedding Singer. Julia's last name is going to be Gulia. Julia Gulia. That's funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. John Lovitz, Julia Gulia. Also on this day in 2009, the reboot, remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it, of Friday the 13th in theaters. This is the one with uh, Jared Padlecki, I believe. Willa Ford's in this one. She takes her top off. Wouldn't be a Friday the 13th movie if there wasn't some nudity, right? There you go. Some uh, dates in pop culture history along with some birthdays. Rock mornings. On air. (laughs) Online. On the app. Come on, Sean. (laughs) I love when people do these things. There comes a clap. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, We saw this not too long ago with Norm's bar tab at Cheers. Yeah. Where someone went back and watched all the episodes and tried to figure out. Tried to do the math. Tried to do the math on what his actual bar tab would be. Now, obviously, that's just a guesstimate. There's no real science or math happening there when you're just watching episodes and trying to figure it out. But you can maybe have a nice little ballpark figure, and it's fun. This is very similar to that, Shaw, but there is a little bit more science and math to this one. How much money has Owen Wilson made for every single wow that he has said <laughs> in all the movies he's been in? Mm-hmm. You're familiar with Owen Wilson? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Seven projects. Wow. 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 Yeah. Flippers and all. Wow. 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 This is a nice boat. Wow, I swear I got screwed on the old bedroom selection. Every room's like four times as big as mine. Wow, and how'd that affect you with guys? Hey! Wow. <laughs> kind of a catchphrase. A little bit, yeah. He leans into it. Wow. You know, he really gets it, you know. Keanu Reeves, of course, the whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Especially with the... Uh, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure mm-hmm. and whatnot, but uh, Owen Wilson is the primary owner and proprietor of Wow. And someone has gone back and checked the receipts, Shaw. It's paid big dividends for him. MovieWeb.com says that Owen Wilson has done 47 movies and made approximately $218 million for his 47 films. Averages around 3,500 words per film meaning that he makes about $1,324 per word. Okay. That's, again, math. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Accounts for 102 of those words, meaning that he has made just over $135,000 saying, wow. wow. <laughs> Super dorky. Oh, good for him. Might end up on his tombstone. Wow. <laughs> Don't know, but... 135 grand just for saying the word wow. You can make a whole career out of that. He has. Well, I mean, just go out and say, wow. Just show up and be like, don't even say anything else, man. What's the point? Just have a guest spot. Wow. $135,000, please. Owen Wilson making money. Bank. I'm saying wow. Wow. I'll take the, the bar tab over the wow. 
All them free beers. And everybody loved Norm. That's true. They were happy to see him. Wow. Pretty good money, Shaw. I'd say. Bad news, happy music coming up next time we talk to you. What do we got? Uh, former President Donald Trump is asking the Supreme Court to extend the delay in his election interference trial and ultimately find him immune from prosecution on charges he plotted to overturn his 2020 election laws. His lawyers filed an emergency appeal with the court yesterday, just four days after the justices heard Trump's separate appeal to remain on the presidential ballot. The filing keeps on hold what would be a landmark criminal trial of a former president while the nation's highest court decides what to do. The Supreme Court's decision and how quickly it acts could determine whether Trump's stands trial in the case before the November election. Just as Wisconsin's full-time state legislature is about to call it quits for the rest of the year, Minnesota's part-time state legislature is just getting to work. Lawmakers in Minnesota are fast-tracking legislation to fix a law that limited the powers of police that work in schools to restrain disruptive students. Several police agencies withdrew their officers from Minnesota schools last fall, calling the new rules unworkable. The House has set uh, its first of three public hearings on a potential solution uh, Democrats said it was more important to put the bill through the public hearing process first so that all stakeholders can weigh in. And New Orleans carnival season is nearing its Fat Tuesday climax with the last lavish Mardi Gras parade set to roll through historic neighborhoods while narrow streets of the old French Quarter host a raucous and continuous street party of revelers overflowing its bars and restaurants. Two of the city's favorite parades, the Processions of Rex, King of Carnival, and the Zulu Social Aid and Pleasure Club are set to roll this morning on major thoroughfares. Last night was the parade of the crew of Orpheus, co-founded by homegrown musician and actor Harry Connick Jr. Uh, New Orleans has the nation's largest and best-known carnival celebration. Again, want to go. Lots just, of beads. Just wants to check it out. Definitely don't want to do it a, on, a, on a regular basis, but I would like to see Mardi Gras just to say I saw it, y'all. I think I'm more interested in seeing the city of New Orleans than I am seeing Mardi Gras itself. But. Same. And we could do both. I feel like if you go for Mardi Gras, though, you got to immerse yourself completely oh, yeah. in Mardi Gras. Yeah. You're not going to get much else out of the rest of the city, you know? That's why you got to go back in, I don't know, what, November to see the rest of Nolens. Mm-hmm. i got to get in touch with our buddy Phil. Doesn't this kid live down there? Uh, yeah, I don't know if he still does. But. Yeah, he did, and I remember Phil would always send me a text with different pictures of all these crazy dive bars <laughs> made out of, like, in New Orleans, yeah. roofing aluminum and all sorts of crazy stuff, yeah. Get a list of where to go to down there from Phil. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. We got a woodchuck that can supposedly tell us whether or not spring's coming early. We've had octopus. Octopi. Trying to tell us who's going to win a soccer game, right? Wasn't it the World Cup? Was it a donkey? I don't know. There's all sorts of animals out there that are predicting all sorts of things. The Madden curse is a pretty good one, right? Can usually predict who's going to go down with a major injury. It's whoever they put on the cover of the Madden game. This guy, though, Pete Traeger. If you're going to put money on anybody, you might want to put it on him. Four years ago, Pete Traeger picked the Kansas City Chiefs to win the Super Bowl before the season started. Now, good team, lots of talent. 
probably expected to make the playoffs, maybe make a deep run. And you make a prediction because that's your job. Traeger then also correctly picked the Buccaneers to win Super Bowl 55 and the Los Angeles Rams to win Super Bowl 56 before again correctly picking the Chiefs to win it all last year. These predictions, by the way, all came in the preseason before the season ever started. This isn't just before the playoffs. This isn't right before the Super Bowl on Sunday or Saturday. This is before the season even began. Pete Schrager. And he did it again. NFL Network personality Pete Schrager correctly picking them again this year. The Kansas City Chiefs marking the fifth consecutive year he's correctly picked the Super Bowl winner. Again, in the preseason. So when July, August, September rolls around, and we're talking about OTAs, practices, preseason football, the Hall of Fame game, all that crap, pay attention to what Pete Schrager says because he's been right five years in a row in the preseason. And if you want to put a hondo on somebody that early in the year, might work out in your favor. You never know. Before this year's season even began, Pete Traeger said, quote, it'll be the 49ers versus the Chiefs in Vegas. This is in September, by the way. He said the winner with the exact score being 34-28 and with second-year cornerback Trent McDuffie returning a pick six late in the fourth quarter, the Kansas City Chiefs will yet again be your Super Bowl champion. Now, he, of course, missed the score and McDuffie's interception, but he did get the Chiefs on the winning side of things after they scored a 25-22 overtime win against the 49ers on Sunday. After the game was over, Pete Schrager put it on Twitter, said, quote, see everybody next September. (laughs) Again, 100 bucks. Whatever Pete Schrager says in July, August, September, next year, put a hondo on it. Might, Might work out in your favor. Guy's done it five years in a row. That's impressive. It's extremely impressive. He's got ESPN or ESP. Or he's got a fifth sense or sixth sense. He's got all the senses. Rock mornings only on 95.7 The Rock. You're about to enter a beautiful, exciting, wonderful new world. A cockroach living in your nostril. Now that's just nasty. Add in some... Haven't pooped for 30 days. Poop is raining from the ceilings. Poop. And sprinkle in some hashtag Florida man for flavor. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man. Florida man quits his Burger King job, steals all of their chicken nuggets. It's bad news. Bad news. With happy music. Let's rock. What do we got today, Shaw? Well, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Never heard of it. And if you're still waiting to get struck by Cupid's bow, dating apps are not your only option, as long as you're willing to pay. Dating has never been easier and perhaps never more expensive. From dating apps to matchmaking services, Mm -hmm. trying to find that perfect someone can break your heart and your wallet as well. Tinder, for instance, charges up to $30 a month with a premium plan that can cost up to $500 a month. Hinge can cost up to $50 a month, and Bumble can charge up to $40 a month. But they say, remember, at the end of the day, love is priceless, 
So if investing in something uh, brings in that person that ends up being your last first date, well, there's no price for that. Speaking of dating apps, new special on Netflix just popped up the other day. Okay. It's an hour and a half. It's a documentary slash movie, if you will. It's, it's, it's a true account. It's the actual people. It's not a fictional retelling. I think it's called Lover, Stalker, Killer. Okay. And it is a wild ride, Shaw. Hmm. It's from about a decade ago, 2012-ish, somewhere around there, in Omaha and also in Iowa. So FYI, if you're looking for an hour and a half of television time mm-hmm. today at some point, Lover, Stalker, Killer. Doesn't sound very romantic. Is the name, uh, but it, it involves uh, dating websites. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it just popped up and we watched it yesterday. It was, uh, I saw it and I was like, oh, we got to watch that. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. Lover, Stalker, Killer. Yeah, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Give it a look. Uh, a guy in Florida is uh, facing trouble after, quote, making some very poor decisions. The guy is facing charges after deputies say he abandoned an airboat right in front of a sheriff's substation. Uh, Fire and Rescue called the sheriff's office because an airboat had fallen off a trailer as it was being towed, and this happened right in front of a sheriff's office. The boat was blocking the road, and the driver of the pickup that was hauling the boat appeared to be drunk before he drove away. When the boat's owner, Jonathan Whitesides, and another man returned to the scene to retrieve the boat, Whitesides began yelling at the other man, criticizing how he was attaching the boat to the trailer. A deputy at the scene told him to calm down, and that's when Whitesides became irate with the deputy. He took an aggressive stance, charged in his direction, and balled up his fist, ignoring the deputy's commands. Aggressive stance. Yes. The guy's eyes were bloodshot and watery, his speech slurred, and he had balance issues. Two breath samples showed Whitesides' breath alcohol content was... Point three three four. Oh snap! Four the legal times? threshold is point oh eight. Four he was more times. than four times the legal limit. We're gonna need a bigger boat. So what, Ossifer? <laughs> you wanna go? Let me get into my aggressive stance. Some very poor decisions. Yes. I love the aggressive stance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, a Swedish amusement park yeah. was engulfed in a terrifying inferno oh, no. after a new water park attraction exploded it's yesterday. Fire. Shocking footage showed the uh, ride at the Oceana Water World ablaze as flames tore through the structure, sending a huge plume of thick, toxic black smoke if into the sky. there was some way to put out the f- with water flames with no. Uh, the fire prompted a mass evacuation of the area. Firefighters uh, at a loss yet as to how the blaze was triggered. It was difficult for them to bring it under control. People living nearby were told to go inside their homes and close all windows and doors to escape the toxic fumes. The blaze reduced the water park to nothing but a skeleton. Mm. Hospitals did treat four people for minor injuries, but the park was not open at the time. Uh, it's still being, it was still being built uh, at a cost of about $91 million uh, and was set to open later this year. A couple extra bucks on that one. Yeah, speaking of extra bucks, Jeff Bezos' $2 billion stock sale last week came with an added perk, no state taxes. Last year, Bezos announced he was leaving Seattle after nearly 30 years to move to Miami. Uh, It may be because of taxes. Uh, In 2022, Washington State, where he was living, imposed a new 7% capital gains tax on the sales of stocks or bonds worth more than $250,000. Because Washington State does not have a personal income tax, this marked the first time that Bezos would face any state taxes on his stock sales. 
Starting in 98, Bezos sold billions of dollars worth of his Amazon stock and a new filing with the SEC revealed that he has a stock selling plan seeking to unload 50 million shares before next year. At today's price, that would total more than $8.7 billion. Now, Florida has no state income tax or tax on capital gains. So on the $2 billion sale, he saved $140 million, which he would have had to pay to Washington State. On the entire <laughs> sale of 50 million shares over the next year, he will save at least $610 million. And that's assuming that Amazon shares remain flat. If they continue to rise, the value of his shares and his tax savings will be even higher. Yeah, well, that's what the rich that's people what do. That's what the rich people do, right? You don't make money by paying taxes, Shaw. That's right. You put it on our backs. Uh, when a convenience store owner in Tacoma, Washington, was threatened with a knife during a recent robbery. That's not a knife. He got the best of the suspect, defending himself with an even bigger knife. Hell yeah. Police responded to the Selena One Market for reports of a robbery. A guy named Naif Quadman, who owns the market, said the suspect pointed a knife at him and said this is a holdup. He allegedly demanded the clerk open the till and give him money. Uh, Quadman replied, I don't think so, buddy before picking up his machete. Yeah. Surveillance video shows the man waving the machete at the suspect. The robber then fell backward, and he was able to hold the suspect uh, while police arrived. Uh, he was ultimately arrested, but was released later that same day, went back to the same convenience store, and did. again threatened to rob and kill the guy. This time, the owner's sons and friends kept the suspect there until police arrived, and the guy was arrested again. Nice. That's a knife. That's a knife. Beat the brakes off that guy. Mm-hmm. Stopped him in his tracks. Dummy didn't learn his lesson the first time. Mm. Uh, a pastor in Connecticut Ooh. is in trouble for putting the meth in Methodist. Uh, a 63-year-old Methodist pastor named Reverend Herbert Miller was arrested after police found meth in the vehicle he was driving. He also had a suspended registration. According to police, members of the community alerted them of a suspicious incident involving Reverend Miller. It's not clear what that was, but that's how the cops zeroed in on him. The Reverend had meth in both rock and liquid forms. Oh, man. And there was also a needle prepared for injection. He'd apparently been selling the meth out of the church rectory. <laughs> he was the pastor of the Woodbury United Methodist was. Church. They've now removed him from the website. They have not commented as to his job status. Past tense? I think so, yes. Oh, man. You can't be selling it out of the rectory, you big right. dummy. You at least go to the parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the different forms, huh? Yeah, he was stocked. A 25-year-old man in Tennessee named Mark Court was recently busted okay. for pleasuring himself in public. Oh, giggity. He was apparently enjoying himself at the Vanderbilt University Library. Someone saw him watching pornography and called the cops. Yeah, you get the free internet there, Sean. When they arrived, Mark was caught in the act. He wasn't even being covert about it. As an officer tried to pull his hand away to cuff him, Uh Mark was able to slip away because he had lube on his hands. (laughs) So he was caught red-handed but was still able to escape because his hands were all well lubricated. They finally arrested him, and he admitted to it. They also, in addition to public indecency, charged him with resisting arrest and trespassing. That is a rookie job on the police force. All right, Johnson, you're up. (laughs) You want to earn your stripes? Here you go. You go get the lubed-up guy in the library who's been wanking off. See if you can get some cuffs on that guy. Yeah, greased monkey. Oh, that guy. No thanks, dude. <laughs> no thanks. Have you ever had to handcuff a naked man wanking off in a library for your job, Shaw? Uh, let me think. No. Okay. All right. Who was too lubed up to get into the cuffs? <laughs> All right. Then don't tell me about police he slipped officers. away. Yeah. Of course he did.
I'm not saying they're all perfect. I'm not saying they're always right. They've done a lot of bad stuff. I'm not saying, but so have painters and plumbers and mm-hmm. wallpaper people and everybody else in between. They got a tough job. But they don't call me to come down here and put handcuffs on a lubed up dude right. who's been wanking his crank in the bathroom all day. No. I've had my bad days, but not that bad. <laughs> I get to go home and have a BLT. That cop's got to go and get probably a shot. Mm-hmm. Hosed off. Get his clothes and his uniform cleaned up. That lube might get into his gun or something, you know? Got to get that thing all taken care of. Ugh. Great. I got to go get the lubed up guy. <laughs> I'm sure they had, like, rubber gloves on, right? I... Mm, I don't know. I want a whole rubber bodysuit. I don't want to be anywhere near the lubed up library wanker off guy. Bad news, happy music. Thank you, Shaw. Talk to you tomorrow. Boy, today's show was filled with lube. The Alexa lube thing earlier. We got this lubed up library dude. Rock mornings. Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Call. Hello. Email. I tried emailing you. Text. So many ways to check in with us. Check, check. We rely on you guys for traffic updates, requests, and all sorts of other stuff. Check this out. Lots of messages today. Try to get the most of them. Jay texted in earlier. Well, sent us a message on Facebook. We were talking about taxes and how Siri can calculate your tip on your restaurant bill. And uh, Jay said, you can also calculate the dinner tip by multiplying the tax by four to determine the 20% tip in Wisconsin with the 5.5% sales tax. Thank you, Jay. I prefer to just move the decimal place over one and double it. Then you've got your 20% right there. Uh, Text from Big Daddy Note, all the boss, man. We were talking about using his Alexa that was hooked up to his Amazon account to order things without his knowing. This was years ago. And I couldn't quite remember what it was that we had ordered. And he said it was a a case of whoopee cushions. I thought it was balloons. But yeah, case of whoopee cushions. And they actually came to the building. That was the best part. The hell are we going to do with all these whoopee cushions? Uh, Josh sent me a message on Facebook, said, would that lube be delivered to my door or would I have to pick it up in the store still? Uh, And then his wife messaged me and said, Brandon is full of crap. You told Alexa to order the lube, not Siri. His phone wouldn't have done anything. We did get a text from a guy named Brandon who was very upset saying that. We said, hey, Siri, order a 50-gallon barrel of lube. My phone started searching. And uh, Stacy's calling shenanigans. And I said to Stacy, I said, all I know is you're getting a big gallon, 50 gallon drum of lube. Best of luck to you. Uh, earlier, we were talking about Valentine's Day gifts, things people are buying for tomorrow's big holiday. If you give a rat's ass about V-Day and uh, mostly candies, flowers, cards, gift cards, things like that. Charlie said no vacuums or cleaning supplies for Valentine's Day. Just saying, LOL. I don't know, man. Like I said, some of them vacuums. They're expensive. They're worth it, too. You got multiple pets in your house. You know, get yourself a good vacuum. You tell everybody about it. Tom earlier texted in, wanted to hear some All For Me Grog by Royal Bliss. We did that. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Good to hear from you guys. You can find us online at rockmornings.com. Get in touch with us that way. We'll be back tomorrow.